this week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. It's time to take inventory. Uh, grenades. We have grenades. A tangle burn bag. We have gunpowder. Alchemist fire. Let's blow the dam. A risky plan develops. A life-threatening sickness overtakes the ship. He starts just gagging, and then, like, blood comes up. Oh, fuck. Um, And the hero's only hope may lie in a powerful new weapon. A masterwork double-barreled pistol. What? 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 (laughs) Serious? Yes. Wow. Ghostlight Marsh approaches right now. My God, welcome to episode 43 of the Glass Cannon Podcast. This is me, Skid. You know, we've been hearing from a lot of you guys about how listening to the podcast has inspired you to start running games of your own, whether it's Pathfinder or other games. And there are a couple of people in particular I wanted to single out. One is Kevin out in California, who I've been chatting with a lot lately, who was inspired to start running a Rise of the Rune Lords Pathfinder campaign with his middle school students out there in California. And he's actually had me Skype in a couple of times to observe and co-DM a little bit. And those kids are awesome. That is so fun for me. Uh, They're really getting into it. And there's there's this kid, this girl, like she wrote, she has an elf ranger and she hand wrote this five page backstory for her elf. That's so awesome. And that's just so fun for me. So I wanna thank him for that. That's great. And also uh, Spencer, a listener out in the UK who wrote in to tell us how uh, his grandfather was suffering from terminal cancer and his family was having a difficult time coping and running the family business. And he started listening to the podcast as a means of escape. But uh, it inspired him also to run, uh, coincidentally, another Rise of the Rune Lords Pathfinder campaign with his family. So he's running his mother, his father, his sister, his brother through a Rise of the Rune Lords Pathfinder campaign. None of them have ever played before. And according to him, they're just loving it. And I, I don't know, many of you know this, or some of you know this, but my aunt uh, recently passed away from pancreatic cancer. And uh, I happened to receive his email when I was down in Florida saying last goodbyes and dealing with the aftermath. And it was just the right thing to hear about at just the right time. It just warmed my heart to think of him playing with his family. That's so cool. So I I just want to thank them. I want to thank everybody who's written in to tell us about their own gaming experiences. Uh, They they just started playing. And please keep it up. We, We love hearing from you. That's so great. And but enough of that. I please. I'm so excited to introduce you to episode 43. Frankly, my dear, I just blew a damn. I've made a terrible mistake. Another w- again? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know how many you can make. I'm gonna have to narrow it down, Troy. <laughs> I, uh, I told sorry. you timeshares never work out for anyone. <laughs> I, you gave me warning. 
No, I, I opened a bag of sea salt and vinegar chips right before we started recording. <laughs> and it's all I can think about. But it's going to make so much noise, so I have to wait an hour before I can have a chip. <laughs> yes, you do. I think that's terribly unfair. <laughs> of all I the think, unfairness. I think we should this translate game. this into something sonic. So every time you, th- you try to reach for a chip, I think one of us should make a horribly annoying noise to stop you. <laughs> That's fair. Like at a certain <laughs> point, I'll become Pavlovian. Uh, okay. Well, I think if I do something cool, I'm allowed to have a chip. Is that fair? If I do anything fair fun enough. in this episode, well, who you decides? And I'll, and I'll mute your mic. You can mutually decide. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, that's will never happen. Yeah, I was we'll, say, we'll never get a unanimous vote. Prepare to wait an hour. <laughs> All right. So pretty pretty crazy combat um, with one dead, uh, one left dead, a couple left reeling. Rag stands up on the boat, walks over to Malira, looks her straight in the eyes, and just, boom, backhands her across the face. Whoa! Whoa. Oh, damn. You started all of this shit. <sighs> We've uh, got to deal with this dam. What have you thought about the past week? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think, and I want a bottle cap for this. I think I think the easiest way not to. That's a I think, bold, bold opening. I think Baron should do an engineering check on it. You motherfucker! Oh. You motherfucker! <laughs> oh. Where's my model? Here you go, Skidward. <laughs> I'm so glad I brought my switchblade today. Uh, I can't wait to stick him like a pig. Speaking of uh, imaginary bottle caps, uh, you forgot last episode that Gary still had a bottle cap left over. He could have. I used didn't forget. Oh, you didn't. Okay. I'm surprised you uh, were I'm holding on to that. I'm still saving it. Yeah. Uh, all right, so. Baron, did you want to do an engineering check? Yes, I would love to do a knowledge. That's a great idea, Skid. Oh, thanks. I, I'd also um, hazard to uh, attempt to use the useless point of profession fisherman should my engineering check fail, because I put that in at your behest. Fair, fair enough. Uh, let me just roll this. Oh, uh-oh. That is a six engineering. Can I do a knowledge? <laughs> Guys, it's a dam. <laughs> can I do a... What the hell's that? Can I do a profession fisherman? Sure. sure. It's like a big wall You're, you're getting river. a lot of mileage out of that profession. 26. <laughs> <laughs> you find a couple of uh, lures caught in oh, the dam. fuck you. Uh, some sardines. Uh, no, it, it's, it's like crudely constructed... What is it made of? Animal carcasses, boulders, and mud. And it's completely stretching across uh, the now river-esque. And Rag is like, we've got to clear this dam. It's going to take three days if we don't figure out an easier way to do it. And then I've got to get the draft horses tied to the boat because we're now making our journey upstream. What about using the ballista to blast our way through? Oh, that's a good idea. That could work. I've got a few bolts. Would you aim directly at the boulders and see if we could just slash our way through? Uh, I'd aim at aim at the animal carcasses. Wouldn't they be a little more likely to move and not break the the bolts? That's that that could work. That could work. All right. Do, do we just send the bolts themselves, or do we add something to it to, to make it wider? What do you think? I, I think, think we add Calabras to the bolt. I, <laughs> all right, string them up. <laughs> I disagree. I think that is a poor plan. Um, if we could have some kind of fire. Do we have any fire? I could burning hands. No, That's not going to do a lot. No, probably too much. I, uh, we have flame arrow. Oh. 
I'm trying to help. <laughs> one, one flame arrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, okay, fine, yeah. So yeah, we don't have any uh, pyro uh, pyromancers. Oh uh, wait, we have burning hands, right? No, I know, that but that's like one that psh, like that's then it's gone. Like okay, I could. Gotcha. Ca- I mean, I could cast them multiple times a day. See, Troy, you gotta listen. You have to learn when you play role playing games. <laughs> you have to learn to the subtle little clues that your DM will sometimes drop. This is what will you? What will you add to the bolts? So we have to think of something that we can add to the bolts. <laughs> That's my interpretation of what Troy says. We have fuse grenades and flash powder. Uh, uh, grenades. We have grenades. A tangle burn bag. We have gunpowder. Alchemist fire. Let's blow the dam. I have flash. Dambusters. I actually have. Um, <laughs> Is that a thing? I have yeah, movie. Yeah. I have flash powder. Uh, what are thunderstones? We have those too. They make those. a big noise. Yeah, they definitely. I could add some uh, black powder to it, although. I'd like to keep I'm, I'm liking this grenade there. idea. Rag is like, you've, you've got grenades. <laughs> let's try the grenades. You've been holding out on me. Let's yeah. Like, let's get a bunch uh, of grenades and pile like, them together. And yeah. The other the other thought I had, and I'm okay with this grenade idea, is what if we get some of the fishing nets tied up all around it and use some of the the draft horses led by Reginald to maybe drag some of it away out of the way? Drag some of the boulders, yeah, uh, or at least drag. Drag the debris. I could also I could enlarge the horses or enlarge us to help carry away some of the debris after we blast some blast some blast some loose. All right. So, uh, what's the consensus plan? Blow stuff away and then enlarge or or, and use nets to pull away the the debris if the can we can we make a cache of grenades and then fire the ballista into the grenades with like fire? That sounds fun. That sounds fun. <laughs> that sounds Let's do fun. that. It sounds like an action movie. Oh, I like that idea. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know Michael Bay was a crew member. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so how many grenades are you, are you placing them all in kind of a clump in the middle? Yeah. I have three. You can do... Yeah, let's do those. I have an adamantine I'd like to save if we ever fight a construct. Yeah. We have three fuse grenades. But I would say, like, you could get... no With this plan in mind, I would think Baron could get a second engineering check to see if there's a particular point in the dam that would be ideal for placing the grenades. Right, right, right. Um, That's fair. That's fair. Even though you failed miserably on that first engineering check. I don't know what to do. Knowledge checks are so weird that way. It doesn't make sense a lot of the times. Like, you fail or... uh, I would say if if Baron jumps out of the boat, swims over there, and takes a look, he he would be able to know, just as a dwarf, that, like, this is where to put the grenades. Right here. Okay. Because I I think this has the best chance of working. Those grenades aren't said that they're in my possession, are they? Because I think I've used all those. They're just in general storage. It does say carried by Baron in our. Yeah, I think we've used most of those. So as far as could use the adamantium, I guess. No, so I had <laughs> I had two fuse grenades, so maybe you have one more, and I have a pellet grenade, but it's adamantium. So it's, it's also a really cold nice. iron. But I also have flash powder and black powder, which maybe we can arrange in a certain way to make a bomb. Yeah. All right. So you you use the one grenade that you have left over, not the adamantium, but the fuse, the fuse bomb. You lay some black powder around, and it's then a flash powder. Flash powder, and All then right. you. So I'm reducing my flash powder and black powder by one. Just okay. to just to keep us honest. Okay, and then you like oil up the uh, ballista bolt, and should we put some alchemist fire on the ballista bolt? No, we should put the alchemist fire with the grenade as well. Like pack them in. Yep. Let's uh, let's actually. Um, so I'd like to, kind of, 
pour the oil in a strategic way to where it lines the entire length of it, ah, almost like okay. you're having a gunpowder trail. Smart. Um, and I don't know. I can use any type of check to make sure where it is, but okay. That, no, that all works. And then uh, you're gonna li- find out a way to light the bowl, wrap it in a cloth of an oil cloth or whatever. Yeah. Uh, all right. And I'll then spark the, I'll spark the uh, the oil cloth. Okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> Mid-flight. This is very... Oh, yeah, uh, mid-flight. I can imagine this whole setup. Uh, Okay, so who is going to... Any two of you can help load it, and then who is going to fire it? Baron. Baron should fire it. I'll fire it. Can I have a bit of luck, maybe? I will grant you a bit of luck. Desna, give your servants this luck. (laughs) You sing better better than, like, all of the Catholic priests I grew up with. (laughs) Hosanna in the highest. And you touch him in a different way, too. Yeah, well... (laughs) Oh, we knew that was coming. <laughs> you really set him up for that. Oh, I just saw Spotlight, too. <sighs> I gotta watch that. Yeah. All right, Grant, fire when it, ready. It'll be touching you. Have for you have made fire when ready. Building suspense. You know what I liked about Spotlight? It was a touching story. Oh, nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is an 18. 18. Uh, all right, roll 4d8 damage. Okay. As the arrow is flying, I snap and spark the spark the, the oil cloth. <laughs> you see this cloth. Uh, so that is 14 points of damage. 14 points of damage, including the damage with the grenades, including everything else. Just boom! Yeah! <laughs> yeah! yeah. yeah. Pieces of animal parts and chips and boulders are like spraying all over the deck of the ship. Uh, and no you one... did it. You completely opened up uh, nice. a passageway for the deck. Get some, motherfucker! You know what? We all get chips, right? Yeah! yeah. yeah. Damn it. Well, no one called fire in the hole, so no. Oh, that's a good God. point. Right. Great point. <laughs> 50 more minutes there, I mean. By the way, it's not our fault that you bought, like, a party-sized bag of chips. You could have been done already if they you were, bought, like, a normal small bag. They were special, and I thought I'd share. <laughs> uh, all right. Beautiful. So you will not lose any time uh, in the journey. It is day Excellent. four. Um, you know, after you guys set up all this stuff, it's it's now getting into later in the day. Um, and Rag has assured you that, <laughs> barring any more dams... Uh, you will be around the area uh, for this marker that you're looking for. The Circle of Thorns. The marker. Circle of Thorns, uh, marking the way towards uh, Ghostlight Marsh. Ghostlight Marsh and the Mark of Thorns. So he ties the uh, the draft horses uh, to the boat, and you guys start making your way up there. Now, let's just look at the uh, the breakdown of the crew. So Halrex is pretty beat up, uh, but she, you know works her way down to uh, get the rowers going. Gajnak, gone. Tog, dead. So now we just have uh, six crew members along with the four of you. How's Shog taking it? We haven't, uh, we haven't told Shog yet. Oh, shit. I mean, on air. <laughs> uh, whole, I should. A I'm whole the, week went by. I'm the one who usually <laughs> breaks the news, right? Yeah. yeah I'm I a man it, of uh, the cloth. I think it should be you. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so you, uh... You want some backup Galabras? Yeah, if you could evil-eye him. <laughs> uh, sure. While I'm, uh... Sure, that'll make him feel better. Telling him the news of his brother's death. That would, uh... uh great. Yeah, I sense through sarcasm. I don't like it. <laughs> he's extremely sad, obviously. <laughs> we don't have to play that. Yeah. <laughs> right. okay. Uh... 
But Galabras handles it with uh, great aplomb. Desna's grace? With Desna's grace, yes. He handles it with Desna's grace and Shaw. Nerd is, uh, <laughs> Rag doesn't, obviously, doesn't let, he gives Shaw time to grieve. He doesn't work for the day. Um, he's appointed uh, another half-orc to take over the kitchen duties. Uh, his name is Gorza. He's the only one we haven't, we haven't the met The only yet. one you haven't met, Gorza. So you've got Urug, the fisherman. You've got Tog, who's dead. Shog, the brother, who's grieving. You've got uh, Krothu. The who, dick. Who is the dick. Uh, you've got Barka, the newest crew member. Uh, you've got Ural, the old older man who uh, you only really encountered very quickly, and uh, now Gorza is going to be the new cook. Um, I approach Rag at a certain point, um, and I ask, uh, I know we're short on crew, and I'm just wondering if you need any more help in the kitchens? Uh, <laughs> well, granted, Gajnak was... Uh, up to some bad business, but he did tell me that you you almost burned the place down with this popcorn. <laughs> so uh, I'll let you do your blessing and whatnot, but I think it's best that maybe you. Uh, how do I put this? The stables haven't been mucked in quite a while. <laughs> I think uh, perhaps you can use your sorcery to clean up the poo. <laughs> Um, well, you're the captain, and that's your decision. That's that's fine. And I walk away. <laughs> I could listen to that whole. Oh, time. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so oh, good, classic. Um, <clears throat> but. Rag does let Gorza know that you want to bless your food, and he still allows that, but uh, it is starting to smell like shit. I mean, it's not as big of a deal now that, you know, we've uh, eliminated the traitor, but... Right, right. Um, As far as you know. As far as you know. Uh, Yeah, Malira is... He knocked her unconscious with that hit. Oof. So she's... uh, She's still unconscious? Yeah, she's just kind of like... Leaning against the thing, knocked out. So, so um, we think it is our opinion that she just charmed him enough into getting food and shit like that. Gosh, knock. Yeah, yeah. like th- not I, like he is anywhere like a conspirator with any other orcs or anything like that. I think at the very least he made sure that the Gurion's food was not poisoned that day, so that he was able to escape. Yeah. At the very most, that's. that's he, he yeah. could have helped with the, the fishing uh, area and some other sabotage, but at the very least, the, that's why I was. That's why I brought up his name right away because I don't feel like in our first zone of truth, we got a great answer on how exactly the food wasn't treated that day, and I think that she he definitely had everything to do with that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, all right. So what's and, next? Uh, yeah. So. Baron, you've been working on this uh, fishing contraption for a while. Uh, I think maybe you would want to display it before dinner or after dinner. Is it time to, yeah, to break I, this I'd up? Yeah, I'd love to, like, one last time uh, walk up to uh, Howrex and just offer her one more opportunity. Just let her know 
how great her flute playing was during the battle <laughs> and how much it would mean to me if she would play the flute at the unveiling of this. Under the circumstances, <laughs> I'll play my flute for you. Hey, wow. there you go, Baron. What a charmer. She did just lose her lover, so maybe she's a little softened. I, uh, I wink at her and I say, I'll make it worth your while. Don't press your luck. <laughs> um, so uh, I kind of call everyone over and kind of, and you know, ever since the first night when we played games, everyone knows I'm kind of a ne'er-do-well playboy type, and I'm just like hitting guys <laughs> on the button like, come check this out, guys. Yeah, come on. So everyone comes down. It's and later in the day now, so like Malira's awake watching this as well, and uh, everybody's on deck. And I'd actually on. love for it to be magic hour, just totally beautiful, you know, washed in this kind of amber orange light. We can wait for magic hour. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, there's this giant tarp in front of where the fishing area was that was uh, uh, sabotaged. I say, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> It is my distinguished pleasure and honor to <laughs> unveil to you the Chelish Devil Memorial Fishing Spot. And he rips the tarp down. And it falls into the water. <laughs> <laughs> and it catches his ankle and he's down in the water. <laughs> um, and so before you, you see that um, Baron has refashioned crossbows and nets and made a contraption that is basically like two ballistas that have nets attached to it. And on the side of these crossbows are these cranks Ah. that would allow you, once these ballistas have shot the net as far as they can reach into the water, pull them back in and loop the net back to make fishing much safer, much easier. You don't need to be as strong. Anyone can help out. And along the railing, in kind of the fashion of a Viking boat. He's carved dwarven runes all along it, and you see the story of the boat so far. So you see the guys getting on the boat. Uh, you see the battle we have with the Drakes. You see the battle we have with the Gurion. Um, you actually see... Haurex falling into the water and getting out. So he's been... Oh, wow, you really uh, wow. crafted quite a yeah, he's scene been there. Depicting, <laughs> and there's still room on the end of it wow. to add to you the see story. Lorg rolling poorly. It's like see Lorg just with his head, hands on his head, like shaking in, in dismay. It's a bunch of D20s resting on one. <laughs> it's like the Bayou Tapestry. Mm-hmm. This is great. And uh, uh, he just says... This is my gift to all y'all for letting us on board. And uh, I want to let you know that even though things haven't gone smoothly, I don't hold it uh, against any of y'all. And uh, along with my pal Lork over here, you guys have gone a long way. Uh, changed my mind about half works. Rag is beaming. He comes up and he puts his big hand on your shoulder. And he's like, this, this is wonderful. Thank you, thank you. I know... I know I've been tough on all of you since you came aboard this ship, uh, but I, I can't thank you for, for helping us in all our troubles we've faced and for doing this. This is above and beyond anything I expected. Thank you. Thank you. And you see Urug is like all excited because now his job just got a lot <laughs> easier. Yeah. Uh, he's like, let's feast. And, uh, 
<laughs> Perfect. Uh, awesome. Awesome. And Gorza comes out with the food. It doesn't look very good. Uh, <laughs> kind of a grayish slop. You know, the, the whole conversation with uh, Gorza and Rag was like, Gorza used to, used to cook, right? And he was like, eh. Like, All right, you're in the like kitchen. A le- like a left fielder that used to pitch. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Comes you out in middle league, right? An 80 mile per hour fastball and a sort of curveball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a knuckler. Uh, so, yeah, the food comes out, and it's uh, really nothing spectacular. Um, Galabras blesses yours as usual. Oh, does not forgive me for burning one fucking batch of popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Made one mistake. You need to ask our captain for forgiveness, not Desna. <laughs> I'm being passive aggressive. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you guys, it it's kind of turns into uh, a bit of merriment. Uh, I think kind of like a post-funeral party. You know what I mean? Where... Everyone is so sad about awake. Tog. Awake, yes, I'm supposed to awake. Uh, <laughs> That's what you call this thing. <laughs> everyone is, is sad, uh, obviously, about Tog. Shog is not at the dinner. He's uh, he's grieving in his room. Um, but everyone is, like, drinking heavily. And Halrex is pounded uh, fortified wine. Uh, everyone's kind of just drinking away their, their troubles. And uh, towards the end of the meal, uh, Rag is like, uh, he looks like he's getting sick. Oh, no! What? And he starts, like, holding his his back. Oh, no. And Halrix is like, Rag, what's wrong with you? Just have some more wine. And he's like, I I don't know at all those years fighting in the the pits in Urgir, my... My liver's taken some bad damage, and then that javelin hit me in the back. I I think I'm just going to go lay down. I'm not feeling pretty well. Uh, Gormley comes up to him and says, Rag, would you like me to take a look at your wounds? Uh, I mean, I I wish I felt a little better. (laughs) Uh, Why don't you come check on me in ten minutes? All right. I just want to get my... I'll slip into something more comfortable. (laughs) Damn it, Rag, why'd you have to go and get sick right now? It'll uh, be like a different potato sack for, for, for Gormley to slip into. <laughs> it's her hair wrapped around, wrapped around her. Oh, yeah. Oh, like uh, a bayonetta thing. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Rag uh, kind of stumbles off into his room. Uh, and everybody else kind of just, they drink themselves into a stupor and eventually retire uh, upstairs. Gormley, you check in on Rag. Yeah, and I take a... On a hunch, I grab one of the vials of antitoxin we took from the uh, the uh, the orcs at the way station with me. Okay, uh, <coughs> so you go in there, uh, you knock on the door. Uh, Halrex uh, isn't there. She's up drinking with the waste with the uh, with the other with the crew. Um, and you knock on the door. I'm assuming, or do you just go right in? I knock on the door. There's no answer. Oh no. Uh, is it locked? Uh, do you check for traps? <laughs> <laughs> no, it I is. I knew you were going to say that too. I almost was like, I almost, I almost preempted it. And then I was like, nah, he, he just keeps the moment going. Uh, he, uh, it is unlocked. I open the door and go in. Rag is, uh, heaped unconscious on the floor. No. <gasps> I rush to him, uh, should I do a heel check or should I? Just cure like wounds right away. 
Uh, whatever you whatever you'd like to do. I'll do a heel check first, just to see what's going on. And fail. Yeah, something. He's like uh, got foam coming out of the side of his oh, mouth. Boy. Oh uh, boy. Oh, anti venom. Anti venom. I have I, I, toxin. I apply. I give. I force the antitoxin down his throat. Okay. Um, he remains unconscious. All right, I but rush. He, but he's not. You you don't get the sense that he's uh, dead. I cast dying, stabilize just dying. in case. Okay. And then I rush and get Galabras. And okay. the and I and the and I um, I I rush and get Galabras and maybe like make eyes at the others to come follow me into his cabin. Okay. Does uh, you tell any Halrex or any of the crew or anything? No. Okay. Just just my guys. Okay. So you guys come in and uh, you see what. Uh, uh, I see him huddled on the floor and I rush over and I do a heel check of my own. I'll do one as well. Lork will do one as well. Shit. 11. Uh, 19. I got it. <laughs> two. We rolled a two. I got it. Guys, guys. A lot of confidence. Guys, you, I got it. I got it. You, you, can, com- you, can, you can calm down. I got it. Uh, Lork, it, it's pretty clear. He's, he's ingested something that's uh, sickened him and knocked him completely unconscious. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll tell these guys that you're gonna like um, pick him up on the bed and put him on the bed. Or just yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I will if if I don't see any like bleeding or broken bones or anything, I'll pick him up and put him on the bed. Um, all right, so set him down on the bed, and I will let you know Galabras and Gormley know that it seems that he's ingested some sort of poison and and uh, it's it's sickening him. I gave him one of the antitoxins. It seemed to have stopped the foaming at the mouth, but. I, I, uh, I'll use one of the charges of the wands. Um, cure light wounds on him. Okay. <laughs> Two points. Two Enjoy. Points. Oh, man. Enjoy, you unconscious half-orc. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he, he remains unconscious. And, like, you, when can you I do a, him, it's, like, dead weight. It's, can I do a knowledge nature to determine if I can maybe determine the poison or the, if the what the symptoms are? Does anybody have detect poison or we did this before? <laughs> Crickets. Well, we, did, we Baron did a craft alchemy. I remember that one yeah, time we did it. Oil jacket, yeah. yeah, I can do that. Uh, Going to quite be alchemical. Uh, I, th- I said I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> Spider venom. Well, it's natural, right? Like I mean, a survival check? or yeah, I, mean, I, I can do a survival. Survival. Let's do survival. Okay. I can do that. I can do it as well. 17. 17. 19. You realize, along with, even though Galabras does not have survival, uh, that he has been poisoned by Simeon Tranquilizer. Oh. oh. It showed up again. The Gurion poison. Yeah. So do what? we need to go, like, accost this cook right now, this new cook? What? Um, so Baron walks over to him. Mutiny! And I know he's unconscious, but he sticks his fingers down his throat. Okay. To an attempt to make him vomit. Okay. Uh, pump, pump, pump his stomach. Stick your the old-fashioned way. Down his throat, uh, and he starts just gagging, and then, like, blood comes up. Oh, shit. Fuck. Um, and he, I'm assuming you pull the fingers out of his yeah. mouth, and he... He remains unconscious. Damn. Uh, he wasn't lying about his his liver having a poor liver, um, and uh, the effects of this poison have been even worse for him because of his li- liver damage. Shit. Previous liver damage. Well, he had showed you the the concoction. 
Right, Galabras? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd like to take uh, the key to his chest (laughs) from his belt. I'm looking for any type of potion or anything he has to help. I'm not trying to steal from the guy. Okay. Um, And I just want to open it up and see if there's anything in there that could help this. Maybe he has liver pills or some traditional... (laughs) Liver pills. (laughs) Who knows, man? Milk thistle helps (laughs) promotes healthy liver function. Um, Okay. Uh, So you open it up and you see um, just a bunch of his personal effects. And one thing in particular that stands out is this large gladiator-looking belt. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think it'll help, but maybe it has a magical effect that could help him or increase his constitution for the time being. I mean, that'd be crazy, but... He doesn't like magic, so... No, but, I mean, it's probably from his past days, probably something of war. Maybe it'll improve his constitution. I might be going way off the deep end, but can someone do a spellcraft? Is sure. there is there a um, uh, any reason that Lork would think anything other than the cook poisoned him? Well, everyone else ate, ate the same food he did. Okay. Well, that doesn't matter. He could have just poisoned his serving. But we, we hadn't met this guy. Why hadn't we met this guy? What was he doing before? He was just one of the guys. He was around. You, you just didn't have a, a, an interaction with him. Okay. Um, was it an accident? Where, where is Malira? Is she still tied to the mast? Yes. Okay. I mean, there's, yeah, there's nothing to say she didn't have an effect on more than one crew member. We didn't actually. Uh, she, she could be charming people while her hands are tied up if it doesn't have a somatic input, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll spellcraft the belt for Baron. Uh, both Galabras and uh, Gormley detect magic on the belt. I'll spellcraft her. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Nailed it. You detect faint enchantment magic. Uh, it is known as a Victor's belt. Hmm. This thick leather belt is adorned with several oversized iron plates and discs depicting images of orc gladiators in battle. The wearer of the belt gets a plus two morale bonus on combat maneuver checks and to uh, combat maneuver defense, so CMB and CMD. In addition, the wearer of the belt can enter a rage as a standard action <gasps> oh. once per day, like a barbarian. Whoa, that's cool. That's amazing. And whenever, if you're wearing the belt uh, and you take damage in, in like one shot that's equal to at least half of your current hit points, then there's a 50% chance that you rage automatically as an immediate action. <laughs> um, provided you haven't already used the power for Up that Up to day. half of your hit points? Yeah, if you take... That could also be a massive damage situation. Right. Um, and regardless of how the rage is activated, it lasts for five rounds. <laughs> wow. So that's, that's a cool Something call. he wore back in the uh, gladiator pits. Too bad he wasn't wearing it when he got grappled by the... Mer- what was it? Marrow. 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 Merman. Marrow Street. Mer-man. Sure, he hadn't busted it out. Uh, all right, well, Lork would like to. I mean, Lork is going to say, like, you know, look after him, make sure he doesn't die. And then he's going to head immediately to the kitchen to try to find this guy. Uh, as you uh, head down, you hear uh, sounds of vomiting coming from upstairs. Uh, oh, my oh, God. Shit. And uh, oh shit, Halrix meets you halfway. It's like all the men are. Oh, how does she talk? <laughs> all the men upstairs are throwing up all over the place. 
What's going on? Is, is, is your crew all right? Is everyone all right? Is Rag okay? Uh, what's the guy's name again? Gaz, G- G- Gorza. Gorza. I said, it's Gorza. He's done something to the food, whether it's on purpose or by accident, I don't know, but Rag is sick. The only way we didn't get sick ourselves is because Galabras blessed it with the divine hand of Desna. We've got to brace him immediately. Something tasted funny with that food. Good thing I made my save. <laughs> <laughs> Follow me, I say, and I start charging down to the to the galley or wherever I think he might be. If he's in the sleeping quarters or whatever, uh, you go up there and uh, he's throwing up yeah. with everyone else. I had a feeling. Oh, <coughs> uh, just God, idiot. what a dope! Um, it's only you there now, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. Right how works? Yep. So it's uh, six half orcs. Or five at this point? Five? I can't remember. All vomiting. So they all have food poisoning, uh, essentially. But it's it could be pretty bad. They're not... Uh, a couple of them are unconscious. Urug is unconscious, and Ural, the older man, the older half-orc, they're both unconscious. Can I do heal checks? They're, like, vomit on their Can chest. I do heal checks to anybody that's unconscious to see if they're in, in danger of imminent death? Yep. Just do, like, a general heal check. All right. General heal, uh, kind of going around the room. Uh, 16. 16. You don't get the sense anyone is dying. You just feel like their strength has been sapped, and they're second. Okay. All right. Um, geez, I don't know what to do. I mean, uh, we could we could give. I mean, we need some of the crew able to keep us moving if we want to stay on. You know. Well, we're we're docked right now, right? Right. It's night, so tomorrow Hang will be day. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow well, will be day five. Five. Well, eight hours of rest. You know, relieve their condition, or do we need to? Uh, um, jeez. I, um... When you guys did... Who figured out that it was simian tranquilizer? Yeah, so what you know about that is, like, it has an initial effect and a secondary effect. And the secondary effect is, like, unconscious and sickened for 24 hours. Oh, shit. Mm. Um, but if you had too much of it, it could kill you. But if they lasted this long, it's probably not going to kill them, right? Is that yeah, you the don't sense get the sense get? that anyone is in... in in danger of dying. What about Rog? Rog, uh, you're a little more worried about, but he's still breathing. We stabilized and cure light wounds, yeah. so he yeah. should be. All right, so I'll tell Halrex that the, I'll tell Halrex yeah. that the rest of our group is not sick and they are with Rag, and he looks a little worse for the wear. You know, does she want to check in on him? Yeah, so Halrex comes in, checks on Rag. Oh, this is bad. This is bad. <sighs> All right, I just need someone or a couple of you to keep vigil over him overnight. Uh, in the meantime, I'm the captain now. <laughs> look at me. Look at look me. At me. Look, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. I'm the captain. Okay. 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 <laughs> Good follow-up, Matt. I was doing it. I wanted that to happen at the same time. Okay. 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 Uh, uh, all right, Lork is going to... Um, He's going to, like, try to, to help the guys out, you know, with just sort of, like, any just kind of skills he might have with, like, field dressing and stuff like that. Just basically right. keeping them clean, keep, you know, give them a cold rag, dipping rag in water, putting it on their head, and, yeah, cleaning. Don't dip out. rag in water. He'll just get sicker. Um, <laughs> um, I uh, would like to participate in the visual, but I really should get rest so I can get my spells back. So maybe okay. I'll sleep yeah. in Rag's room. Oh, man. The love scene that never happened. Oh, uh, yeah. It's, uh, Baron uh, would like to walk over to Malira to talk to her about what she's done. And he invites Galabras. Okay. I come. All right. Uh, she's just uh, sitting there. Her hair is, like, all matted to her face from that rainy night a couple days ago. Or last night. Oh, she must stink. She stinks. Did she eat? You could tell she's, like, soiled herself. So she, she didn't eat either. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, no, she didn't eat. 
say to her, I know what you've done. I know you charmed Goshnak, and you did it to Gorza, too. We're going to... You going to admit to doing that? Eat shit, dwarf. (laughs) (laughs) Simply put. I uh, look to Galabras and intimate to ask if he has any other questions for her. Uh, I, I do have a question myself. How do you like having Zone of Truth cast on you? Your magic holds no power over me. Your false god holds no power. Here, on the sea. Do what you will. So right then, well, that's out. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I want to know what she'd look like with a new piece of jewelry. Maybe a gag in her mouth to keep her from talking to anyone. So they walk by. All right. And I want to make sure her hands can't move. Are there any other types of things that people need to cast spells that I could also hinder while we're doing this? <laughs> Blindfold her and uh, gag her and, you know. <laughs> take her shoes. Take her shoes. <laughs> gonna do, stuff stuff in your ears. Uh, I'm going to do. Yeah, uh, I mean, she can't move her, move her arms or anything, so. Okay. Um, but if you gag her and blind her, that... Yeah, I'm going to do both those things. Okay. And so that way, I have basic assurances that she couldn't cast a spell on anyone else, and that at least in terms of troubleshooting what's happening um, would lead that out of foul play in this happening. Okay. That it would have to be a crew member that was personally responsible for doing it, unless she has a cure, a charm person that lasts for 10 days. Okay. All right. Good. Good. Can we walk around? Is there any type of spellcraft check that uh, Gormley or Galabras could do to see if anyone is under the effects of a charm person? I don't think so. I mean, you really could just kind of. I don't think you can detect that. You kind can of do. Magic. You can. You can do will saves to disbelieve. I mean, there's. It, there's no. I, I mean, there probably is some technical role. We don't know what it is, but yeah. I mean, you, you could, could say do, you could say will sense saves, motive, sense, sense motive, uh, knowledge arcana. You know, with mm-hmm. like. DC 15 or we could, we could uh, this is really fucked up and getting close to an evil character but I like having the discussion <laughs> we could get all the crew once they're done vomiting and whoever's unconscious and uh, cause some degree of pain to her somehow and see if anyone moves to protect her wouldn't that be part of the charm person that you'd want to protect the person possibly possibly it only lasts for so long though She'd how long does be... charm person last normally um, an hour per it's level. An hour per level. Yeah. Okay, Unless, so it'd be gone. But she could have. Yeah, Maybe. but she could have cast Charm Monster. In which case, depending on what level she is, days. But, days. But, but what is okay. the what is the evidence we're going off of here? I mean, is it, I think she hasn't done anything. Yeah, I, I don't. There's right. no. Then let's talk. I don't to, think that we know. I at think all this guy made a anybody. simple mistake. Yeah. Because um, he's sick. So um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what else we can do besides keep everybody stable and. Uh, is she sick? They, they didn't feed her anything? No, and I'm assuming you're not going to feed her. Um, well, She's gagged up. we'll give her some food. Some yeah. hard tack. got to keep her alive. Yeah. <laughs> Nautical term. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I, I, can we just move through like the night? Yeah, absolutely. All right, so Gormley will sleep in Rag's room, but she is going to get her eight hours of rest. Okay. Yeah, Lork is going to rest as well once he gets things under control. With the What's the pajama cleaning. situation? Sleep in the nude? Negligee. Sleep in her hair. Okay. No, I'm missing my clothes. Okay. Just one thing. Stop trying to leer at Gormley. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. I, I still want my chips. 
Uh, all right, so the next day comes, and uh, the crew members are all kind of up and about and uh, sickened for the most part. Um, Halrex is commanding the ship now, and she says, uh, how's, how's, how's Rag doing? And Rag is still unconscious. Um, you guys kept visual on him, but he's breathing under his own power. Uh, he's not spitting up any more blood. He's not, uh, you know, foaming at the mouth. But he was uh, unconscious all night, and you let her know. And she's like, well, if you don't mind, just please, please watch him. Please keep him alive. And uh, hopefully whatever's in his system will run its course. In the meantime, we will move on as planned. Uh, if everything goes, uh, goes well, we'll be at your uh, deployment spot tomorrow. Uh, Lork will offer to row. Okay. An extra shift. Ah, uh, she says, uh, hey, look, I know I've been uh, horrible to you and your friends, uh, but right now uh, we have to put egos aside and we have to uh, work together. I would like you to not only row, but take command of the galley. Take, a, take command of the, of the rowers. Aye, I, I can do that. Thank you. We shove off in five minutes. Um, all right, so there's a couple sick rowers. Uh, can I... Um, They're all, like, sapped strength. Yeah. It's really slow going. All right, boys, I know this is going to be tough, but we got to pull through for Rag. He'll be all right soon, but we got to move fast. Put all you got into it. And they, you see them, like, you're boosting their morale because they do anything for their captain. Um, from time to time, some of them will, like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of puke on their shoes, uh, but they're they're doing the best they can. You guys are making great time. Uh, is there any business you guys need to take care of today on day five? I don't think so, for my part. Uh, I'll when I can get breaks, uh, or even maybe while I'm rowing, I'll be doing command words to Ben Vereen, just practicing, just practicing, practicing, yeah. practicing, practicing. So you, you and Ben row, are walking the row, Ben. This is rowing. <laughs> row. <laughs> Teach him okay, row. Get back over here. Oh, stay out of those potatoes. <laughs> Gormley will just hang out in Rag's room. All right, and then uh, later that night, uh, the day passes uh, uneventful, um, and then later that night, as you're anchored, uh, Rag comes to. Oh, okay. And uh, he sees you there. And I... Oh, sorry. In the meanwhile, I am blessing... All the food, unless anyone fucking objects after being poisoned. Halrex uh, doesn't uh, object. She doesn't okay. know anything about the... Yeah, now that they've seen us be fine. You yeah, know. you can just do it now and no one will be the wiser. Are you also making the food? Or... Hey, man. The new captain. <laughs> no one's a, new, a new acting captain. Hey, man. Yeah, yeah like what, if, is the, if you what does go up the to captain Hal- say? If you go up to Halrex and ask, uh, she's totally fine with it. She's like, all right. we, we, all need to, we all need to help out any way we can. If you yes. want to cook, cook. Right. I may burn the popcorn, but I won't poison the crew. <laughs> um, yeah, so you go in there and, and you help Gorza cook, and he's, he's, he's happy to have the help. Um, so Rag comes to? Rag comes to. What, 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 what happened? Why, why am I laying down? What time is it? What day is it? It's just a day later. You and the crew are all, we think, accidentally poisoned. Accidentally po- poisoned? What? Gorza seems to have applied the simian serum to everyone's food. Our, we were safe because Galabras blessed our food. Gorza put 
Simeon tranquilizer, the stuff we were given to Bakara? It seems to be an accident. He did it to himself as well. He could have killed all of us. Seems like a strange accident. So much tomfoolery going on in this boat, I don't know what to believe. He starts to get up, he, he like winces in pain and lays back down. Easy, easy. Your liver, as you said, your liver is not in great shape. What? Oh, we, oh, do we, do we make, do we make any uh, progress today? Did, did Halrex take over in my stead? Halrex took over. You just rest. I'm sorry, I, sometimes I have to know my limits. I, I just need to, I need to sleep. And he passes out and goes back to sleep. Groma says, figures. <laughs> <laughs> Classic man. Typical man. Yeah, and then if, if, you, if there's nothing else you guys want to do that night, day six. All right. Happens. Sweet. Uh, and Rag is still pretty sick, um, but he's up moving around a little bit. He'll walk. You'll see him kind of walking, holding, <coughs> holding the railing of the, of the ship, and then you know, he'll go back, sit down in his chambers, lay down. He's, he's trying to be a little more mobile. Meanwhile, Halrex is really settled into the role of... Are we uh, rowing right now, or are we having the horses pull us up the river? The horses are pulling you up the river, but you still have to, you still have to row, row to guide it. Um, but yeah, the draft horses are pulling you up. So that's kind of whole production. Every morning you've got to tie up the horses, ba ba ba, bring them up, and uh, yeah. So day six, you guys uh, cleared the dam with explosions, so you didn't lose any time, and you think that today is the day that you will depart the boat into Ghostlight Marsh to find this vault oh, of Thor. Oh, shit. And are we going to be left? Like, does the boat, was the deal Rag drops us off and good luck? No, he drops you off and waits. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Because okay. then he's taking you the rest of the journey up to Red Lake so Fort. Red Lake Fork. Fort. 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 <laughs> Red Lake Fortica. Fortica. Uh, Fortica. Yeah, so I mean, here's the thing, though. And who knows how long he'll wait. Like, uh, the, you, like if you guys never come back or die out in there, you'll have to at a certain point or take off. What what in the world could waylay him at this point? The amount of times we've been attacked up here, how long will he be safe just sitting in the water like that? Right. I'm what also a, concerned about that. A lot of factors. Well, when we leave, Gourmet would like to say a certain goodbye. Just in case you never return. Yeah. Or that's, just to ensure that he'll stick around. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> you guys shove off. Uh, Halrick's uh, is still uh, on the pilot deck, captaining the boat. And Lork, you're still uh, in charge of the rowers. Galabras, you're back in the kitchen, finally able to make all your masterpieces. Uh, I feel culinary incredible. Masterpieces. <laughs> I am loving this. I'm back in my element. I am so happy right now. Uh, Baron, your souffles for everyone. <laughs> Baron, you're. Uh, I'm assuming you're probably you te- the teaching Urug the the ins and outs of this teaching that, here. Reggie. I've also uh, gotten to a point where I finished crafting something. Oh, so this is day six. You finished craft. What did you craft? I crafted, at the expense of almost all of my gold, a masterwork double barreled pistol. What? 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 <laughs> serious? Yes. Wow. So you have a double-barreled pistol. How does this work? So it has two triggers, and the barrels kind of line up to each other vertically as opposed to horizontally like a shotgun, and I can fire them individually at just like a normal pistol, um, or I can fire them both at the same target at a minus four penalty per shot. Oh, all right. 
And uh, oh, Sirens game. Oh, yeah. You are the best. That was fun. For for the time being, uh, I think I'm going to keep my second barrel loaded up with a flare cartridge. Uh, in the event I want to do some like damage control or something, whereas in the past, if I wanted to shoot a flare cartridge at like a group of weak enemies, I would have had to like shoot what was in my gun, reload, and then right. wait for the next round. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, and it's ready uh, because it's masterwork. The reason I spent the extra gold is because we're ready to enchant this sucker in the future. I'm one, scared. One day. I'm, my my characters are scared. <laughs> uh, I also have one other thing crafted, but I, it's a gift. So we'll, we'll get to that when it makes sense to give it. Okay. You see, guys, don't forget to craft uh, if that's something you're interested in. Uh, ABC, always be crafting. Always be crafting. Um, so a you guys, always B B C. Gordon Galabras, right here, or Glengarry Glen? What? Which one's Glengarry? Glengarry yeah. um, Glen Galabras. Yeah, whatever. Uh, I'd like to. I'd like to put in a request uh-huh. uh, to the to the DM. I am at six days of like the the week or whatever of right. training Ben Vereen to do one fucking trick, and I passed already to get it done and whatever. Right. And I just want to know. If we can just stop rolling, fucking pushing every time for Ben Vereen. Six days of training. Well, you know what? I he was, is a Wolverine. I was thinking about this. You actually uh, found Ben Vereen on day zero. Oh, that's true. So uh... Ben Vereen knows attack. All right. <laughs> no more pushing. There we go. Can he learn? Uh, are there other tricks that he can eventually learn? Oh, I'm going to start tomorrow. Are you kidding me? He can, the next he, one. He can set up, like, defensive parameters around yeah. us while we sleep and I can be yeah. like, defend Galabras, and then go in, and he'll just, anybody that goes after Galabras will automatically attack. Yeah, yeah. super cool. Fun. He can learn yeah. typesetting. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to go into graphic design, I think. <laughs> Voice lessons, I think. We should probably... <laughs> you, so, ha- you have his sample. You have his reel. Yeah, I got. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so now you guys are uh, you're being dragged upstream by these horses, and you're still like uh, the the ropes that for, the, for the horses are pretty long, so you're still far, uh, you know, a good distance from the shore, just the way it, it works. And the rowers, you're you're just kind of fight, not fighting against it, but you're fighting with it to move upstream. Uh, and it's thick, and it's especially thick because now. You are in the depths of Ghostlight Marsh, and there's just sort of this, there's a thick fog over the area. You can see, it's not like obscuring mist or anything, but it's very damp. The air is very wet and balmy, Um, and as you're moving through the marsh, every so often you just feel like you see things uh, off in the woods somewhere, little uh, motes of light or something moving very quickly, and you, you wonder maybe your eyes are just playing tricks on you, and just all the, the, the stories that Silvermane told you that uh, may be influencing what, what you think you see, but it's just eerie. Whereas before, you know, it was a nice riverboat journey fraught with river drakes and drugged gorillas. <laughs> yeah. uh, so a lovely, relaxing trip. Right. Uh, but now it's like very eerie. And at a certain point, a uh, couple hours in, Gormley on the crow's nest spots on the riverbank, uh, a stone oh. carved with a circle of thorns. Nice! Who's, uh, who's piloting the ship right now? Halrex or Halrex? I shout down to Halrex to, to give, her, give her the halt signal. Okay, and she yells down to you, Lork. Lork! Carbon, stop the rowing! Stop the rowing! <laughs> halt, boys! <laughs> We're done for now. <sighs> um... 
and yeah, you see it. It's 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 right there. Um, and you tell them to halt, Lork, and the boat uh, just kind of slowly begins to settle. And then um, all of a sudden, it like <clears throat> locks into place. Oh. And you know that no one dropped anchor. And all of a sudden, the boat just locks into place. Everybody roll a perception check. 29. (laughs) 20. I can't beat that. Uh, 29. 13. Yeah, 14. 23 for a lure. I was excited for it. Wow. Uh, You notice. Oh, man. Oh, man. You notice something. (laughs) What the fuck was that? (laughs) Who, Who notices? Everyone? Galabras, Gormley, and Lork notice. They had the lowest perception checks. Maybe half a dozen orcs hiding in the underbrush along the riverbank. (gasps) What? Coming towards the boat. What? Behind Baron, you hear someone climbing onto deck. Oh, shit. What the fuck? Assassins. I bet they have purple blue swords like that time we were asleep. Like that time we were asleep. Like that time. You see a giant orc, not a giant, like giant, giant, but like a much larger orc climb right behind you, Baron, on the deck, brandishing this gold sword, and he's got half of his face is just singed with fire scars. Oh my god, it's the the hound. And six orcs are coming up to the boat and ready to climb on over deck. Oh my god. You can roll for initiative. Next time. Oh, oh God, God damn it! No. Uh, I want to fight right now. No. I thought the orcs let him go unmolested. <laughs> Good point. I, Good uh, point to bring up next episode.